0: Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast, a place of uplifting support in your grief and your healing journey. We're here to encourage your hope in the future and strengthen your confidence so that you can build a life of purpose and joy. I'm your host, Julie Cleff. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 81 Doing It Right. Okay, so first, Your weekly book update. (laughs) I'm just a little excited about getting this book out there. I, this has been something that I've been thinking about for years, but I just didn't know exactly how I was going to do it. Much like anything that we endeavor to do, that's, you know, not something that takes a day. Anything that takes longer than a day or two, we have to, we really think about and we plan and we, and we eventually are able to accomplish it. And so, anyway. I'm excited. Book is at the publishers. It's getting ready. But on the website right now, we have a pre-order button. So if you want to get the first chapter, go to buildalifeafterloss.com. buildalifeafterloss.com. And if you go to just the episode for this page, you'll be able to get there. If you go to that link, you will see a wait for you to get the first chapter of the book. So if you're interested in reading the first chapter and kind of seeing the outline of the book and some behind the scenes information, be sure and go and get that, go get that today. Also another big announcement that you need to be aware of is that right now I am doing a flash sale on the May webinar our May webinar is coming up May 5th, and it's all about relationships. We're going to talk about grief. We're going to talk about the pandemic. We're going to talk about how this is affecting our relationships and how we can cope with it better so that it doesn't destroy our relationships because there's a lot of close quarters right now. So we've got two issues going on, don't we? First of all, you're like in close quarters with those people that you live with. And second of all, you're very separated or disconnected from those people that you don't live with. So we're going to talk about all of that and really how to dial in your relationships, how to cope with things so that you don't damage relationships and how you can strengthen your relationships. So that's going to be the big focus of this May webinar. And right now, flash sale, only $5. So this webinar is normally $29. And right now, Until Friday. So this is going out on a Wednesday and on Friday, the discount code goes away. So you've got a couple of days. If you're on the mailing list, maybe you already got the announcement about this, but you've got a couple of days to take advantage of that $5 offer and tell your friends about it too. So today I wanted to talk about a common mistake that I see all of us making and I have made this mistake myself. I used to fall prey of this idea as well. And as I work with clients, I started noticing that they were dealing with the same misconception as well. And that is that we can do it right. Okay. I know I kind of misled you with the title of the episode, you know, talking about doing it right. And you thought you were going to get on here and I was going to tell you, you know, how to do it right. But what I want to tell you is that if you think you can do it right, if you think that there's a right way to do everything, that there's an exact right answer, and that you have to find that exact right answer that is going to hold you back. What if you know that doing it right is a fallacy? It doesn't exist. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as doing it right. There's no such thing as doing it right in grief. There's no such thing as doing it right as a parent. There's no such thing as doing it right in a pandemic. There's no such thing. You are not going to handle the pandemic right. You are not going to do your grief right. You are not going to parent right. So let go of that idea that you can do it right and that you just haven't figured out how yet. There's no such thing as doing it right. We are meant to make mistakes. We are meant to continue to try things and evaluate. Try and evaluate try and evaluate. Maybe, maybe you're one of those parents that suddenly found themselves homeschooling. With the help of the school, the school was providing the curriculum, the school was providing some of the structure, but then you had to provide the space and the help that your kids needed. And all of a sudden they were in your space all day and you were trying to figure it out. And my guess is that that the first few days didn't go well. You didn't do it right. There there is no such thing as doing it right. So if you can let go of the idea of doing it right, it's going to make it so much easier. I want you to think in terms of test and evaluate, test and evaluate. So getting back to the homeschooling thing, the first couple of days were probably pretty rough. And then you discovered some things that worked, some things that worked better than others, and you discovered some things that didn't work and you adjusted. And I'm guessing every single day is an experiment. And that is our life. Our life is an experiment. And when we hold on to this idea, that there's a right way to do everything, there's a right way to do it, when we hold on to that idea, it stifles us. It makes it harder. It gives us all kinds of thoughts about how we're doing it wrong. And we beat ourselves up with the idea that there is a right way to do it. I want you to take this idea in I want you to breathe in the idea that you are meant to make mistakes. That's right. You're meant to make mistakes. You're meant to experiment. You're meant to test. You're meant to evaluate. You're meant to adjust. You're not meant to do it right. You know, So for some reason, as we get older, as we become adults, maybe for you, that was when you got married. Maybe you're married And the day you got married, all of a sudden you thought, okay, now I'm an adult. Maybe it was the day you graduated from high school. Maybe it was the day that you turned 18. Maybe it was the day that you finally moved out of your parents' house. Or it could be the day that you graduated from college. There was a point at which you said, I am no longer a child. I'm now an adult. And you believed that as an adult, that now you should have all the answers. So as teenagers, we think we have all the answers. But as an adult, you know, you're supposed to have all the answers, but you're not. And that is the problem. That's the problem. I was just telling somebody today, it's like, what do we tell our children? Like, what do we tell a toddler? You know, we say, hey, you're going to learn to tie your shoes we don't say do it right the first time. No, we expect them to experiment. We expect, expect them to try, we expect them to test it. It's not that we let go of trying to get things better. That's not what I'm talking about. Like, you know, getting this idea of, doing it right. Like I'm trying to figure out how to do it right. I'm trying to figure out how to parent right. I'm trying to figure out how to do grief right. I'm trying to figure out like how to maneuver, how to navigate our current circumstances. There must be a right way of doing it. But all there is, is maybe a better way. And we just keep testing and we keep experimenting and we keep finding a better way. Just like a child who learns to walk, just like a child who ties their shoelaces, just like a child who learns to dress themselves, just like a child who's learning how to to show up in the world. You're just like that. You're just in an adult body. That's the only difference. And why we think that we should have all the answers, why we should be able to do everything right the first time, why we should know how to do these things... I, you know, how many people experience grief for the first time and then beat themselves up because they can't figure out how to do it? Of course you can't figure out how to do it. Of course you can't. Of course you don't know how to whatever it is you're trying to do. I didn't know how to do a podcast. Two years ago, I had no idea how to do a podcast of course I didn't expect to do it right from the beginning. I, I ordered equipment that didn't work. I ordered equipment that didn't fit. Like I made so many mistakes in my process, what you might call mistakes, so many missteps, so many, I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. We, that is the journey of our life. Our, the journey of our life is to create new experiment, experiences Where we get to test and try and experiment and then we look at it and evaluate and we adjust. Test, evaluate, adjust. That is our whole life. So get rid of this idea that you've got to do it right. Get rid of the idea that you've got to be perfect. Get rid of the idea that you're not going to make mistakes. Just get rid of that. Just tell yourself. In fact, I want you to tell yourself, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm not going to do it right. The sooner you can hold on to that idea, the sooner you can feel the relief of knowing you're going to make mistakes this is so freeing. It's so freeing. I have, I don't know if you've ever had an experiment like I have where experience, why did I say experiment? (laughs) I don't know if you've ever had an experience like I have where you find yourself maybe in in a, in front of a group of people or you're trying something for the first time and there's other people around and you just feel so nervous so nervous that, and you want so badly to do it right, that you can hardly operate your limbs. Years ago, I played in my very first tennis tournament. And not only was it my very first tennis tournament, this was about 10 years ago, but it was also the very, one of the very first, I think it was maybe the second or third time I had ever played singles ever. Like I'd been playing doubles for a couple of years at that point, very first tournament, like the third time I'd ever played singles, my very first match, singles match in a tournament, very first doubles matches in a tournament. All of a sudden I found myself needing to play singles tennis. So I'm on the court by myself with my opponent. And I was so nervous. Luckily, I I had some ideas of how to manage my mind, but I was so nervous that I could hardly get my legs and my arms to work right. Cause I was trying to do it right. And I I got, I was so nervous that I swung at one point and in my efforts to swing correctly and to get everything to work correctly, I ended up hitting myself in the head with my tennis racket. Yep. Bonked myself right on the top of my head with the tennis racket. This was like the second game in. I ended up winning that game, but it was not pretty. And I can tell you my arms and legs did not work right. It affects the way we think affects our body. It affects the way we show up. It affects the way we move our body. It it can't help but do that. When you think about when you're nervous, how it affects your body, your hands shake. You get nervous, so if you have this idea in your head that you've got to do it perfectly, that you can't make mistakes, it is going to affect everything. So let go of that, let go of that, and tell yourself, "I'm doing the best I can with what I know." Okay, that idea can get in, it can get us in trouble too. Because you're probably saying to me right now, well, I'm not doing the best I can because I know that this or that or the other would be better. But whatever you're doing right now is the best you can. We're always doing the best we can. Even if we know better, we don't always do better. When we do better, that's when we really know. That's when it's internalized. So it's all just an experiment, It's all just an experiment. Look at life as an experiment. And I know it's hard when there feels like the stakes are high, but also let go of the idea of being right or wrong. Most things are not right or wrong. There's a few things. There's a few things that I think that we could all agree are fall into the category of right or wrong. Like it's wrong to murder. It's wrong to cheat. It's wrong to steal. So those are moral things that are wrong. But most choices are just decisions. That's all they are. They're just decisions. And some decisions are better than others, sure. And sometimes we look back and we go, oh, you know, that decision would have been better than this one. But it's all just an experiment. We don't need to make everything a moral decision. We don't need to make it morally right or wrong it's just what we're trying. Everything we're doing is a is trying. We're trying. So let's explore a different way of thinking. Let's think about a new way of thinking that will help you to explore and learn and adjust to make prog- progress and so that you can do what's right for you. Not perfect, but always making a little tiny bit of progress. And sometimes our progress isn't, we can't see it from one day to the next or one minute to the next, but when we evaluate a week or a month or a year, we can see our progress. So just try, just explore, learn, adjust, and make a little bit of progress and let go of the idea that you're going to do it perfectly, that you're going to do it right you're not going to do it right. You're not going to do it perfectly. You're going to do it the best you know how. And that is enough. That is totally enough. All right. If you're listening right now, if you're listening right now, there's a reason that we've met. And if you have been wondering how can I work with Julie? I would really like to work with Julie. Your first step is to go to the show notes and schedule a discovery call. That's the very first step. And we'll talk about it. We'll see if it's a good fit. We'll see if there's a program that's a good fit for you. But go there now and schedule your free call so we can talk about it. And if you want to make sure you get all the news, go to buildalifeafterloss.com and sign up there to get on our mailing list so you don't miss anything. I hope to see you on the webinar. I'll be answering your live questions there. And remember, it's only $5 until Friday. All right, you guys. Love you. I believe in you. Bye.